0: Good morning, good morning campers, good morning coffee moaners, there are the curly cocks of Croydon, there are the curly cocks of Croydon. Good morning Elaine Genolfi, how are you? I mean how are you? We say how are you and we don't give you time to say. How are you? Tell us, literally Elaine, now tell us how you are sweetie. Uh, morning Faith, morning Cloda. morning Simone Turley. How is morning, everyone? Everybody. Good morning, everybody. Um, I think the Curly Cooks are trying to balance as many plants on the uh, <laughs> extractor fan as possible before it collapses on them. Yes, I, I think they are. I think they are. Good morning, everyone. Ain't he 18th century hello neighbour. That's a great name. Um, how are you? Uh, if you're listening on podcast, welcome. You will be able to enjoy most of this, but not all of it, because, of course, it goes very visual at the end, doesn't it? We show photos, <laughs> in which case you're totally screwed. Morning, Ashley. Hello, no, Ashley. Whoa. Boo, 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 Don't know why. Why do men do things like that? Why do, why, when men get together, do they make sounds like, well, funnily enough, like oh. like monkeys or like that, That's if you're name. her. Um, you know what? Is anyone else sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? She's just, that was cocaine. That was cocaine. Can you not do the cocaine whilst we're on the live? Um... I was going to say, uh, today we march again, Abby Reed, good on you, marching for Palestine. Where are you marching? Good on you. Oh, they're local, they're local. Oh, work. we're going the one next Saturday. Traitors final, did you watch? We did, we, oh. uh, uh, we'll have a bit of a natter about that too. So yeah, stay with us, stay with the Sawala Adelies this morning. At 10.30, the curly, the curly knobs of Croydon will be cracking on, making a mess. Confusing everyone. Cardiff, Abby Reads, Cardiff, Cardiff. Now, what I'm going to pop up now is the front page of a newspaper. And what I want you to tell me is, what can't what can't you see on the front of this paper? What can't you see? There's Boris at the top. Blah, 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 blah. I'd sign up for fight for king and country, yes, sir. Uh, there's him talking about how he'd be willing to join the citizens army. Camilla's smile that says the king's fine, which is good news. We all want to hear that. His and hers plan for a better night's sleep. Michael Mosley, who, he's all right. He's beginning to annoy me a little bit, if I'm honest. It's just his little quirky little face. Um, What is not on the front of that paper, dudes? Trump, good point, Lee, absolutely. Gaza, says Faith Goodman. Ellery Jones, Gaza. Hmm. Better night's sleep. Well, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, so, in fact... The story that isn't not only is it not not yeah, Abby Reid, no mention of the ICJ, not even on the front. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. Not on the front page of any of the tabloids. Not even the Mirror, which has been very sort of, you know, uh, I feel kind of the most balanced of the tabloids in terms of it's had it's dedicated some of its front pages to the plight of the Palestinians. Um, no, nothing, nothing on the front page. This is the bit that actually shocked me, and this really shocked me. Nothing inside any of the tabloids about the International Court of Justice recommending and feeling, feeling that there is plausible, plausible concern uh, that uh, Israel, some of Israel's actions will fall foul of the Genocide Convention, which in and of itself is enormously worrisome. Um, And although they didn't call for a ceasefire in name, many of the kind of conditions they've asked for from Israel essentially make it very hard to proceed with a war of any form and not potentially breach some of the rules that they've put in place. So not inside the Daily Mail, not inside the Mirror, not inside the Sun, not inside uh, the Mail, Mirror, Sun, not inside the Daily Star. But here's the one that's an absolute kicker. It's not, I, although I did finally... It's on page 42. Page 42 of The Times. Now, we all know The Times is right-wing. We all know that... I mean, even The Telegraph, which is more right-wing than The Times, um, even they give a, a page to it. I mean, they they come, come at it from the perspective of it's all a load of bullshit. What the IC... What, let's not forget, what are people saying here? What are people saying here? People are wanting to actually say that the International Court of Justice is wrong. You have 17 incredibly trained, judging brains from around the world. But still, there is an exceptionalism at work, to the point that the papers are simply not covering it, because the word genocide has been connected with Israel. And so there is the potential but this will roll for 10 years. We won't come to a final conclusion on this. They did fall short of the ceasefire, of calling for a ceasefire. But in essence, if you drill into all of the things they've requested of Israel, you could argue it makes it nigh on impossible to proceed with almost any aggressive acts in Palestine. So it certainly sets out to protect. So, OK, let's look at this at a different, in, a, in a different way. It's the first time an internationally sanctioned, United Nations supported, independent, international court of justice that every single Western politician, government signs up to when it suits them. This has said there is cause for concern. It has recommended that Israel really sort of do something about what it's doing it calls for protection of pa- the palestinians it recognizes the palestinians as a potential population under assault and it doesn't make any of our tabloids and page 42 of the times are you having an absolute laugh when we try to pretend the mainstream media isn't manipulating unbelievable unbelievable so what have we got in the papers? You're right, Faith, to say that the Guardian does cover it. Obviously, the Guardian covers it. Israel accuses UN court. Oh, my God, I just can't believe this. Israel accuses the UN court of bias for not rejecting the genocide accusation. So this is like this would be like someone walking into court, court and saying, no, just don't believe you. It's not allowed. It shouldn't be allowed. It's not on. This isn't right. You should just reject it. What? What? So Israel is accusing the highest court on the planet of anti-Semitism. It's getting to a point now, it's getting to a point now where I'm sorry, the constant refrain for anyone who criticizes Israel of anti-Semitism does not wash. Sorry. It's a conflation too far. i tell you something further on that. I think Israel are damaging the genuine victims of anti-Semitism by conflating the two. And this is what a lot of Jewish people are saying. It's absolutely atrocious. It's so atrocious that this is how Israel responds to it. Okay, so Israel accuses UN court. So that's that's as emotional as it's going to get. Israel accuses UN court of bias for not rejecting genocide accusation. There we go. Uh, Israel ordered by court to prevent genocide in Gaza. Um, You know, the part of it when we were live, when we were running through it yesterday, um, when we were running through it yesterday as they were making the, you know, reading the findings or reading the judgment, what's difficult about this is that they've kind of handed responsibility only to Israel to provide evidence that they're not committing a genocide, which, as I said yesterday, go and watch the live uh, court verdict because it's like, it's like putting a kid in the larder, letting them do whatever they want in there, and then telling them to tell you whether they did anything in there. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, the ICJ's decision risks plunging Israel into an existential crisis, says uh, the Telegraph. I mean, ironically, given that the Telegraph is you know is unashamedly just simply supports the Israeli side of things, this article uh, talks about the fact that the connection. This is interesting. The connection of the word genocide. In a vaguely legally valid way to israel could could potentially actually have huge ramifications for arms sales and everything because what a lot of companies will be worried about can you believe it's companies what a lot of companies will be worried about further down the line is if any of their hardware has been sold to a country that is found guilty, they too could by extension be in line for some kind of you know compensatory or sort of you know some kind of um, you know there'll be some kind of Sanction needed to be made against them. Um, so yeah, so let's just carry on running through number ten. Oh look, look at this number ten. When number ten, when Downing Street was asked for a comment on the International Court of Justice's ruling, they did. Hey, look at this. Get stomach this just for a minute. Sorry, this makes the more I read this, the more I can't abide this. So when number ten was asked to give a statement about the findings yesterday at the International Court of Justice, they said, they said, refer to a speech by Mr. Sunak given to the Conservative Friends of Israel on Monday. They didn't even give a new, they didn't give a new statement. They didn't even afford it with a new statement. They said, go to what he said earlier this week at the Friends of Israel Conservative gathering. He said, anyone... Or any organisation that cannot unequivocally condemn the evil that Hamas did. This is—we all condemn the action of Hamas. This is—you can't conflate the two things. Did that day had no conscience, no morality, no decency, and deserves no respect. I also reject any attempt to draw an equivalence between Israel's actions and those of the terrorists. That is why this government has condemned the completely unjustified case that South Africa has brought to the International Court of Justice. There is a horrific irony in Israel of all countries being accused of genocide. Now, I'd go much further than that. I would go much further than that. I think... There is a weaponizing of the word genocide. People are, say, people are now saying that the word genocide simply cannot be... So many courts, so many aid agencies, the International Court of Justice has said it's plausible. It's, it even quoted the phrase, the genocidal comments of ministers. And still, and still, Western leaders will not budge. I tell you what, the world order will never forget this. It really won't. It's just quite shocking. It's quite shocking. So there you go. And just on top of all of that, just to cheer us up a little bit more, uh, the US uh, is looking to put nuclear weapons in the UK for the first time. That's cheery, isn't it? That's great. Thus proving once again... Putin has said it's an act of war. Yeah, so Putin has said if America puts nuclear warheads in the UK, it's an escalation. Call me stupid. If America puts most of its kind of or some of its uh, nuclear arsenal in the UK to hit Russia, I'm beginning to think something awful is happening behind the scenes, that Russia and America are even having discussions and they're thinking, let's just put it all on, on the UK. The UK is your little whipping boy. Uh, they'll, take your, they'll take your nuclear missiles. And Russia said, this is an escalation. So what were they hit first? Ah, <laughs> the world is a mess. <laughs> the world is a mess. OK, moving on. So this is the tragic story. This story here is, again, just just another warning. Uh, This this beautiful young woman here, Orla Baxendale, uh, she had a peanut allergy. Tributes have been paid to a dancer from Lancashire who moved to the US and died after eating um, a biscuit that contained peanuts. Uh, She had a peanut allergy. She died on the 11th of January after going into anaphylactic shock caused by the mislabeled vanilla Florentine cookie she ate. Flipping egg. Baxendale had moved to New York to pursue her career. Her sister, the actor Kiara Baxendale, known for playing Izzy in E4's My Mad Fat Diary, described all as radiant and a dreamer who was cherished by everyone. It's just, a, just another reminder, just another reminder that, you know, we all kind of go nuts, nuts, and, and it actually it's a real thing, and that, that's just tragic. Um, right, the traitor. There he is, Harry, what do you all make of Harry? Do you like him? Do you respect him? Do you think he's going to be able to adjust to the... I could not believe the moment, spoiler alert to everyone, I can't believe the moment where he looked at, uh, was it Molly, and said, I'm not, I'm not, right at the end. (gasps) Oh, God, can you believe it? The way he said, I'm going to go back to being a nice person. Oh, my God. Mm. (laughs) What do we think? What do we think? Never liked him from the start, says Ashley. But he played a good game. I really didn't like him at the start, funnily enough. I found him too cocky. But ask this question: how many people could have actually done what he did? Yeah, who here could have done what he did? What you know who I loved? (laughs) And I thought, bless was his name Andrew or Anthony? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. I just want to say right now, I've got a bit of a man crush, I think, on Andrew. He's He's such a good soul. He's so unriven with cynic- cynicism that every time someone around him did something awful, you know, you whisper very loudly, girls, don't you? And in terms of if you don't want people to hear what you're saying, I'm just just worried, worried you might be saying something very compromising about your knicker draw. I'm not even listening. Um, yes, yeah, so Harry, uh, sorry, Andrew. Oh my God, he couldn't do it. Oh, Zoe, I can do it. I'm a faithful thrust. So, so you'd like to go in as a faithful. Ashley, I'm shit at lying or faking anything, so definitely couldn't do it. Um, Jackie Villino, well done to him, but what a liar. Um, Faith Goodman, disappointed that she was allowed to change her name on the board. I thought, you know what, I thought they no, 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 bent no, the em- They no, pushed the envelope they, there. They have done that loads because they do have is once it's locked in... No, I know. I know it, that. It, no, I'm just saying to people. Yeah. I don't think they've just never shown that in the editor. Yeah, it's uh, the first time I've seen yeah. it. Andrew didn't like being sneaky, but it was like, yeah! But it's interesting, isn't it? It is a game. But isn't it funny how emotional it gets? How I now under, I'll now tell you what I didn't understand about the first series of The Traitors. All I, I must have caught, because it must have been going mean-tastic, I seem to remember catching huge tears and crying and sobbing. And I was thinking... This doesn't marry with what I saw of a really boring beginning of a series, which is why we went into this series going, oh, bloody hell, lots of grinning, gurning idiots all jumping around on trains. And my God, it has literally just gone right to the top of best watches on telly, hasn't it? I mean, it really is. It's an absolute. So thank you, Faith. Thank you, Faith, for pushing us towards it. It was absolutely sensational. Um, Can we ban the phrase under the bus? Thrown under the bus? Oh, yes, we can. Why? Uh, well, yeah, I suppose it is quite nasty, actually, isn't it? If, you, if you're a bus driver. Um, um, <laughs> so I'm not saying that lightly, because I mean, I'm, yeah, caveat. caveat there is anyone who's. Oh my god, caveat. Right, I am going to get a T-shirt. We're going to go. We're going to go merch tastic this year. We're going to go. We're going to get merch up to the hilt, guys. And I'm going to get fuck caveats. I'm also going to get right armpit with with a shade there. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So glad you guys got involved, Faith. So are we. So are we. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, there he is. Look at him with his, with, his, with his winnings. What else have we got? Hugh... Oh, uh yeah, Hugh Edwards. This is... Yeah, I was wondering what happened to Hugh. Apparently, Hugh Edwards remains too unfit to take part in talks about his future at the BBC after six months of air. So this is tragically sad, really. So he's obviously still in a mental health hell as a consequence of what happened there i thought he'd actually been let go i thought he'd actually resigned or 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 been fired um but you know this was after the scandal that happened last year um there yeah uh, apparently there are growing warnings that the clock is ticking for the bbc to resolve this situation as it braces for a busy year of news etc etc yeah i mean that's a good point actually hugh edwards would have been at the center of election year wouldn't he so um Yeah, apparently he's too unwell to deal with things. And uh, talking of unwellness, this is Prince Charles. I think this is actually Prince Charles going to visit Kate um, after her um, procedure. Um, And he was at a clinic in Marylebone yesterday for his prostate surgery. Apparently, uh, his statement says uh, the King was this morning admitted to London Hospital. Uh, His Majesty would like to thank all those who sent their wishes he is delighted to learn that his diagnosis is having a positive impact on public health awareness, which I think it has. I think it has. Now let's look at so let's do. Yeah, Charles' bedside visit to Kate. Uh, Boris, only Boris Johnson could have an article that has a little section that's probably there every week at the bottom called Latin Dictionary Corner. Oh God, CV passim parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. You know what? I'm beginning to think that a number of people who trot out conspiracy theories and say that this is connected to that and this is and that is connected to this. I felt from this something really odd. I thought, this is a former prime minister of the UK who is fresh-facedly saying, would I sign up to fight for king and country? Because this is about the citizens' army. Yes, sir, it says. Yes, sir. Lance Corporal Johnson reporting for duty. Sir. Let's face facts here. As, who was it who said, was it on the radio yesterday? If this were to happen, what, who will be on the front firing line? The vast majority of young, working class men, like all wars, thrown out into the battlefield and used as cannon fodder. And then you have some absolute spectacular moron like this chap who knows he wouldn't have to bloody stand up anyway because he's he's too old though they are saying it might reach to 60 i don't know how old. and i don't know the other part of this that just worries me is this guy will have been intimate with all of our security details with the russia and everything and and then i started to think oh my god maybe the conservatives have a sort of i don't know public school desire to get uniforms on and be commanders like Churchill. Maybe they're taking us to the brink because they want to play soldiers. Fucking hell. How, how, why do we doff our cap as a nation to these absolute spectacular twits? Right, Spain. Rain in Spain. No, it's 28 degrees centigrade now. That might sound like, oh, quick, book a flight and get over there. But this is worrying people in Spain. Apparently, after UK's drenching, it's the hottest January day for 38 years in Spain today. So that is, that is hot. So it's hot. It's hot. So Donald Trump, in his, in his surge to power, has been ordered to pay $83 million in damages over libel to E. Jean Carroll. This is his first court, one of his 91 court cases. Uh, found against him that'll make a little dent into his empire um but unfortunately if you're like me this will just this will just conspiracy is only a contrary opinion uh but like woke is belittled to make the shit you know you're absolutely right tiggy and you know what i hold my hand up and i say wow wool over eyes this what then this whole um tragedy of gaza and israel has has proved to to me is just how absolutely tilted and manipulated we are by the media it's quiet it's quite i mean i've always look when you study media working you know that the media is manipulating you know that propaganda is a tool of them you know media is a a tool of the propaganda and all that but not to this extent not to the extent that we see it and it just makes you reflect i am i'm almost doing a, a sort of inventory of Every major news story I've ever engaged with in my life to think how the hell are we all being manipulated? So I, Tiggy, I totally get you on that. Um, so, but of course, the, 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 these court, this court case that Trump's lost, what will it do? It'll probably drive him to the White House even faster. Um, I said yesterday because the reports were that the man killed uh, by um, hydrogen was it hydrogen or nitrogen? Uh, nitrogen. I can't remember what was it. Nitrogen or hydrogen? Um, nit- nitrogen. Um it didn't take three minutes. it took twenty two minutes for him oh, to die cool. I mean you know, regardless of what you think it just you just feel there's a kind of mm, something kind of killers whereas the mirror says it was ten minutes so, so everyone's got different stories on the duration but ten minutes ten minutes of agony says uh his wife um and again, I was talking yesterday, I was telling nadia that one of the reasons they're sort of clutching around for different ways to execute prisoners, nitrogen, yeah, um, is because many of the uh, pharmaceutical companies and medical experts refuse to uh, cooperate or lend their services to these uh, prisons because they don't, they don't believe in, you know, um, the death penalty. And so consequently, quite literally, a lot of these prisons are scrabbling around for the last remaining um, poison um, or other ways to do it. And uh, I think it's Montana. I think they're in in a couple of states, they've either brought in, though they haven't used it yet, the firing uh, squad as a as a possible way to do it. Okay, moving it we're moving into all the light stuff now. Now who who has that awful feeling when you you wake up, your Fitbit, or someone tells you you slept for so long you must feel great, and you don't know how to break the news to everyone that you feel worse than you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> it's like, oh you look at your you go, Oh, God, I feel good gas, and you you go to your Fitbit and you go to your and you go, Oh, I can't tell people I've only had four and a half hours sleep. I've got to tell people I've had seven. But you feel shit. Yeah. Sleep makes you tired. This is the... (laughs) I love this. I love this. Is this... Yeah. Only the Daily Star manages to do this. Sleep makes you tired. Too much sleep is bad for you. Well, we know that. Shut-eye expert Rebecca Swain said dozing for more than seven hours can actually make you really, really tired. Uh, It can cause ailments, including low mood, headaches and brain fog. Mum, are you listening? I hope you are. She said getting 14 hours sleep, the amount actress Dakota Johnson said she'd be happy having is bad. Yeah, it's just that thing, isn't it? You go into such a deep sleep. I mean, it's just like you can never, ever come back. So just be warm, people. Too much sleep. Bad for the brain. It's bad for the heart. Dawn pumping at sex toy factory upsets neighbours. I like that. That's Ron Seal, isn't it? (laughs) That's a sex toy factory that's making a lot of noise making sex toys in the morning, if you're not clear. Residents in Bath claim they're being kept awake into the early hours, thanks to a rather unusual noisy neighbour. A sex toy factory. Love Honey has been told to install acoustic shielding because the, the vibrations of their... Of their factory is so loud. Can you believe that a sex toy factory is vibrating so loudly? They've had to insulate their walls. Um, Nigella has a soft spot for supermarket sliced bread. I just wanted to say that. I don't know why. I just thought, wow. There you go. Um, tobacco taboo goes up in smoke. Apparently, everyone who's anyone is smoking on the big screen again. Do you remember in the you know in all those old movies you'd see people smoking? And in fact. Nadia's often said it was one of the reasons I think a lot of people of our generation thought smoking looked so cool. You know, you see James Dean with a cigarette. But look, films released in 2023 with the highest number of on-screen smoking incidents. Can you believe it? Asteroid City, Oppenheimer, Saltburn, The Holdovers, Marlowe, Killers of the Flower Moon, Paint, Sound of Freedom. I mean, a common thing there in the top ones is it was of a different generation, wasn't it? It was a different era. It was the era of when my granddad would literally smoke one, put it out, smoke another, put it out, smoke another, put it out. My granddad had, like, um, there was nicotine on the top of his car from where he'd smoke. Do you remember that? When nicotine would just kind of... Yeah, salt burn does make smoking look quite cool. So, yeah, smoking is that... Will Claudia be a traitor and quit the BBC for ITV? TV? I don't, I don't understand why this is even a story. But what I did like about this story is, what did we think of Claudia's outfit? There is it? Oh, it was an outfit. I thought she was dressed as a sort of druid, but she looks like a Wookie. I have to say, and I I can't believe I'm saying this, I, I think I think I'm fangirling on Claudia now. This, this has done great. This has been a great rehabilita- rehabilitation, rehabilitation, rehabilitation. Is it Rehabilitate? Rehabilitation. Is that right? This is rehabilitated, not that it was ever there to be habilitated. A certain sort of Don't, don't tell me that. Claudia's all right. Gee. Did you notice there was a moment in it where the wind blew and it blew her hair off her face? Eve Pollard was her mum. Used to work with her quite a bit. She was lovely. Um, Claudia Winkleman, lover. Lover. Her. Sorry. And I love all her outfits. I especially love that. Her Wookiee outfit. She looks great. She's uber cool and funny, says Steph. You're absolutely right. When you're a wrong word said about her. Right. Hello, sailor. I love that. Hello, sailor. Hello, sailor. Nelson was gay. Oh, my God. What the hell is Boris Johnson going to make of this? National Maritime Museum includes one of Britain's greatest heroes in its queer history night. Nelson's final words. Oh, this puts a different spin on it, doesn't it? Nelson's final words of kiss me, Hardy. Why that? It was romantic. Kiss me, Hardy, might have given rise to generations of schoolboy sniggers, but the love triangle involving Lady Hamilton has made him an unlikely gay. I didn't realise this. <gasps> Gives new meaning to Nelson's column. I won't look at him in quite the same way again. Poor fellow. He's got loads of pigeon shit on his head. Bob the Builder is going to follow in Barbie's stilettos. There's a new film adaptation, um, and it's being sort of backed or supported by Jennifer Lopez. Um, hot off the success of Barbie, uh, toy company Mattel is planning to release a cinematic adaptation based on Bob the Builder. Um, I, I think they're going to try and deal with maybe gender politics in a different way. You know, the stereotype, stereotypical man has a bit of build, has a screwdriver and a hammer. And all that kind of stuff i don't think it's gonna have the same appeal as barbie myself barmy boffs want to slap pineapple on a full english what is this all about so apparently pineapple should be part of the full english breakfast historians say uh, boffins have revealed that the tropical fruit used to be a staple part of the fry up in 16th and 17th century britain pineapple on, pizza, pineapple on pizza there you go they want to see it back on our plates along with Bacon, eggs, sausages, and bees. I'm going to say this now. I am an enormous fan of black pudding. I love it. I don't want to know what it is. I don't like talking about it, but I love it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, look at this. This is great. Just can't let go. Uh, family wanted to move, but husband has such an enormous Lego construction in his loft, they can't move. A wife's dream move to bungalow has come unstuck as her husband is refusing to let go of his huge Lego landscape in the loft. Look at that. Look at that. Isn't it great? I don't know why he's gone for that one. That's the most boring kind of theme, though. Lego theme, I think. That sort of... Whatever it is. Which one is it? It's just the house theme or something, isn't it? The build theme. Look, there's, there's another... for Clash in the attic. That's good, isn't it? Lego city blocks house move. Look at him. What a happy fella. Eh? Hey? Wish you were Korea. Kim on... <laughs> Kim on over. Right, you can go on a package holiday to North Korea, guys. And... <laughs> And the sun, there's nothing like a holiday by the seaside on the ski slopes or enjoying a tour of a totalitarian regime's vanity projects. But let's have a look at what's, what, what, what the sun says is on offer. Popular local activities in North Korea. Look, you could go skiing. You could try some sunbathing there in the middle, how the tyrant might look at a beach. And the third, this isn't funny, but it is. Uh, executing. Crazed Kim firing submachine gun. So you could go skiing, sunbathing, or executing to North Korea. There you go. <sighs> Unbelievable. Uh, the, oh, this story, I, I felt for. I felt for this chap. What's his name? Chris. Uh, Chris Kamara, bless him. This is every man's worst nightmare, isn't it? It's when you sort of offer. Well, okay, it's when you offer a seat to someone on the tube, and then the person is deeply offended. It's like, oh, all right, okay. Uh, football pundit Chris Kamara says he was shamed by a computer computer, computer when he offered her his seat on the tube. Uh, the ex-Sky Sports favourite said he felt like a dinosaur, but he said it was a well-meaning gesture. Do you get offended, girls, if a man offers you a seat? Um, no. Oh, there was a hesitation, no? No. Oh, good. There you go. No. Uh, could he not just use a Lego and build a bungalow with it, Norador? Very good. Oh, Cammy, love him. Yeah, he's very popular, isn't he? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That used to be his thing, wasn't it? Um, apparently, when he offered her a chair, she said, why would I need to? Poor bloke, you can't win. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Look at that. This is, well, on the one hand, that's very sweet, but on the other, it's really frightening. Uh, hermit crabs have been found using light bulbs as shells and shocking example of sea pollution. Look at that. Isn't he sweet? Look at him. Light bulb moment. Uh, this is Bradley Cooper stepping out with Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid uh, in London, as in Maribo uh, This image here is a fabulous image, isn't it? Uh, students take part in Mag Sanan, a holy bath in Ahmedabad. It's, a, it's believed that such a ritual bathing bestows virtue and good fortune. I just love that photo. They were having oh, such, such fun. Um, this woman here builds, has made a look at her balloons. Aren't they ridiculous? That's all. That's balloon sculpting. There, I thought that was funny. Um, oh, look at him! Uh, a dwarf kingfisher rests on a branch before feeding a wriggly gecko to its young. That's in Sri Lanka. And look at her. I think we've got to wear that. I think Nadia needs to recreate that. Look at it. Isn't it brilliant? Where's this taken? Uh, designer Robert Woon took inspiration from American Horror Story for his Paris Fashion Week show. So there you go. <sighs> Nicola Randall, I got chastised once for offering a seat to an elderly lady. I once helped an old lady across the road, and she was really, really angry because she didn't want to cross the road. And <laughs> she kept remonstrating with me, going, it's all right. it's all right. I said, oh, it's all right. It's okay. I can take you. She's like, I didn't need to cross. Oh, God. Anyway, guys, in 20 or oh, 25 minutes, uh, the curly cocks of Croydon are going to be nobbing about over there, making some lovely food for you. So come and join us for some high jinks and drama and um, high drink. There might be some high drinks and drama. It, high drinks in pyjamas. Fantastic. Guys, have a lovely day and I'll see you in half an hour. I don't know why I'm saying it like that.